Welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. I secured the bag on Ellen Page's royalties. I now earn six figures every month from identifying as Ellen Page. After she transitioned into Elliot Page, he gets no more money. He doesn't get what she did. I just walked into that licensing office and I told I told the motherfuckers the deal. I filled a little bit of paperwork, walked out that bitch. It was so easy since Elliot Page left that part of his career. And once I secured the bag on Ellen Page's identity, man, and picked up those checks, it's fucking, it's fucking, those checks were just left unclaimed, by the way. Those checks were just sitting there, collecting dust. And once I secured the bag on Ellen, Ellen, I was going to say Elliot Page, Ellen Page's identity, I immediately dropped a sex tape. Where I fucked a chick that looked like old school Ellen Page. All I did was find a girl that looked kind of like the same Ellen Page in that time frame back when she was still a girl. It's fucking genius, man. And we hit hit motherfuckers with a tweet that went viral, right? We like, we got an announcement to make. Ellen Page is back. She came back. The cat came back and, and with an OF link at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Link in the bio. They fucking loved this girl. She was a little Russian-Ukrainian mix and couldn't speak a lick of English. But she was doing no talking, people. She would do this whirling motion with them boys. You know, this 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 whirling motion with them boys. You know what I'm saying? That would It would twerk. It was like a... Circle twerk right on a dick or a dildo, whatever you got. She was just, it was gyrating, it was mesmerizing, and had them boys on Reddit going wild. She started learning English through the endless horny fans that would pay tens of thousands of dollars for dating her. And, you know, at the end of the night, she would get to decide if she wanted to bring them home with her. It's fucking genius, man. The top tier level of simping, if you will. We'd get the money up front. Thousands. Of, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. They got to they gotta take her out. They, she's got to eat. They go and take her out on a date. She's got to eat. They're, they're fitting the bill. <sighs> Always an expensive restaurant. You take a chick like this out. Take her out. You ain't taking her to Applebee's, brother. You ain't taking her out to. You ain't taking the, this Ellen Page lookalike out to no fucking Outback Steakhouse. Uh, those, kind of, those are kind of nice. But you taking her out to like Nobu's for some sushi. Taking her out to fucking Perry. You know, on that Eiffel Tower, you dining, whining and dining this chick. You ain't, and you, you definitely ain't gonna get her that cheap wine either. You know what I'm saying? So she had to pay, the boys had to pay for the date and they had to tip the staff, obviously. Obviously. Motherfucker that everybody know motherfucker that don't tip on the first date, you know. Don't get laid, dog. Just how it go. Just how it go. This is how it go, right? But uh it's fucking wild because I'm straight up pimping this woman by now, I'm saying I'm like and, and she ain't even she ain't even doing shit either. It's just so she has so much free time. You know, cut to when she starts. She starts, you know, 
learning English through the en endless comments and the dates that she's been on, spending time with all these horny boys, eventually taught her English. That's one way to learn. You know, you doing babble? Why not you hoes start to travel, you know what I'm saying? Hoes get out there more. You know, let that all oh, there's a lot of miles driven on this dirt road, boy. You know what I'm saying? Oldest profession in the game, by the way. Oldest prof oldest profession in the game. That's on gang, cutta, 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 I said cutta, you know what I'm saying, that's, fuck with, fuck with a lot of C's, a few B's, fuck with a lot of C's, a few B's, same shot, so, <laughs> shouts out to the Bloods and the Crips, by the way, <laughs> shouts out to actually every gang organization on the mankind, you know what I'm saying, I fucks with you, Bruh, <laughs> fucks with your B, but let's uh, and C and, and pretty much LGBT. So I'm pimping this bitch, right? And she started learning the labor laws in Canada. She started learning that what I was doing was a little shady. She started learning that I was moving, you know, a little too shifty for what she was into, you know. I was straight up paying her Russian rubles or their, whatever their Russian currency is. And I was talking, I was taking 80% of her shit, bro. I was aiming on top of whatever fee that I told her at the time. I told her something, but I was getting mostly all of it. And I was just paying her like 20 G's a year to live, you know. And, and where she came from, especially from the refugee side of it, she was happy to get what she got. She was happy until she started learning this shit, right? Uh, she was like, fuck, you know, you know, I'll, I'll explain actually, cause this is kind of confusing for people. So I stole Ellen Page's name through a legal loophole, bought a Russian Ukrainian chick that looks like Ellen Page seeking refuge from the ongoing Ukrainian Russian war thoughts and prayers to both sides. And then I got her into the life of an e-girl on OnlyFans. And cat, you know, catfish Ellen Page was just booming. She was popular. And she at one point she was the most popular girl on porn star, Pornhub. Well, a, a porn star is is like Pornhub kind of, but it's it's the ghetto it's the ghetto version of it. It's like the porn star pornstar.com. It's like world star and porn Pornhub put combined. You know, porn star. Actually, uh, should we get into it? We got an ad read for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is exclusive. I am offering the listeners of the weekend show with Medium J 30% off. Members only. VIP all exclusive access pass to Ellen Page dot porn star. The dot com slash TV. And you're gonna have to look it up, but she does this. She does this one thing with her ass where it's like you throw she throws it's like you throw a brick into a washing machine, man. She is throwing that thing back like she fell off a horse though. This is nice. Have you you know that that ass does flips like uh Johnny Knoxville in uh Jackass when you get hit by a bull that mo asses. I don't know how an ass does circles like that. Never seen a bitch throw it in a circle and, and, and measure the radius while static, you know what I'm saying? This chick was doing tricks, right? And uh, the problem was she got a little bit uppity. 
when some news blogging sites started reporting that she had a net worth of $30 million. I told her those numbers were wrong. The business we operate takes most of that anyway, and she cut me off. She cut me off. She said, these are the business. And she was pointing at her tits. She's like, these are the business. While pointing at her tits, right? And uh, the tits, while a bit larger than the real Ellen Page's, moved so elegantly, so gracefully throughout the cold summer wind. One night, you could see almost a glimpse of it, like the crescent moon hidden between the clouds. One was a tad smaller than the other, but what lacked in size made up for in character. Her right one was the sporty one, the fun one. The breast that would sneak out in the middle of the night of her mom's house after curfew to go break into the Capitol on Jan 6th while the left one would still be following stay-at-home orders with a mask on. The right one just wanted to explore. Right Ellen would try new things, roam the open world, sightsee and meet interesting people if possible. The right boob on deep fake Ellen could not be tied down by no bra. She was going places, but she would often, at times, still get a little bit flustered when she seen a cute little boy. Or a cute uh, man, you know, a young, young teen. Keep it age appropriate. She would often imagine adventure and wonder while slipping free from the shackles of the loose-fitted tank top while doppelganger Ellen slept peacefully throughout the night. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Her nipple would poke through, eventually coming out, hard as a love she would have in her sexual-filled fantasies while dreaming. She slapped me, and I awoke from my fantasy. She said, I'm leaving with the money. You can keep the dildos. You can keep the vibrators. Automatic fuck machine 5000 and the barrel of lube in the basement. I'm done. Bye. So she left me, right? So she left me. I'm gone. She, she, she just pieced out, right? She took all the fucking royalty checks. All the residuals from the greatest movies of all time, such as Robodog, Flatliners, The Cured, My Days of Mercy, Window Horses, My Life is a Zucchini, Talula, I like that movie, Talula. Free Held. Free Held. This is another movie that she was in. She was also in X-Men, Days of Future Past. And uh, this is actually a good one of the good movies she was in. Uh, I, I liked X-Men as a child. I remember seeing like Wolverine 
and I thought he was such a badass. I remember like it was such like so cool seeing Beast and and shit like that. It was a good it was a good um it was a good movie. But when I grew older and I became a little bit more wiser, I realized that the X Men are nothing but criminals. Like that movie Days of Future Past. I was like you know at at the, at the time when I watched it like a young young early teenager or whatever whenever it came out or whatever I remember thinking like this is so badass and shit fight the system fuck those guys but now I'm growing up I'm like yo it's kind of dangerous to let one black chick control the weather you know what I mean we don't need a fuck we don't need Hugh Jackman running around with knives on his fists you know we don't want a fucking scientist at any given point he could change into a fucking werewolf uh, like it's irresponsible and wait what there's one guy that can read everybody's mind come on man like like yo regulate that shit cause like I, I guaranteed with my luck I'd probably be in the X-Men universe being a normal nigga like yo yo I gotta f- I gotta fight the, I gotta fight a dude that can shoot laser beams out of his eyes man fuck this fuck this shit you know what I'm saying? Fuck this shit, I'm out. You know, fuck that shit, I'm out. I can't take that, man. It's like, wait, wait, wait. wait. You want to throw hands with the dude that got flaming fists? Like, these guys... Is it, it was... Like, no wonder why they wanted these guys not to have powers. Like, it's... It's incredible. Like, alright, here we go. You know, on, on the mark, get set, go. And Flash takes off, or whoever. The Quicksilver is the X-Men. It's exactly like Flash. It's just super speed. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, just give him the medal every year. What's the point of showing up to the Olympics with that boy? It's fucking stupid. But, uh, yeah, Days of Future Past, I would say that is is one of the movies that... It, it, it gets you thinking, at least. It was one of her good movies. Another good movie was Inception. Another movie that got you thinking, and I really liked Ellen Page's movie and in the performance in the movie, because she was really captivating. And in in the movie itself, Inception is is a movie where you get confused most of the time. It's like a confusing movie. It's like, wait a minute, are they in a dream or not? And even at the all the way up until the end, you're like constantly thinking, like, hmm, is this? Is this really what it seems, or is it they're gonna change it up on? And I think through that movie, the real life Ellen Page is having a little, she's having a little bit of difficulty. It showed, but it showed on screen that you know it's confused as fuck. But maybe Leonardo implanted into Ellen Page's mind. That she has to transition, so that I can get all the the royalty checks. She was also in the movie Juno. She was also in the other X Men and much more, man. But I got to the point where I couldn't take it when it came down to it because she just left it. Those checks came in fucking U.S. dollars, and we living in Canada, boys. I was fucking pissed, man, because we I was losing. 20 to 30 percent more income than I would if I was in America. I couldn't let that go. I couldn't let her go. 
My phone rings and the next day it's the hitman I ordered, right? Tell him the details in person. And then I wait around at this coffee shop for him. And this dude, he came down with the he came down with this weird John Wick vibe, you know? He was a weird ass motherfucker. This dude was like he had a beard, but like that beard goatee thing. But but like no beard, but it wasn't like it was it was shaven, like like there's patches in it. He looked like he was, like wasn't well kept. I'll just say had like a distinct mole on his nose, uh, and and he had uh, he had the Keanu Reeves hair, but it was balding in the uh, the midsection. So he looked like fucking kind of like Trevor uh, from GTA. And kind of crazy, uh, but he came in a suit and he was really professional. And he sat down and I told him the business, and he said that's no problem, right? Now I'm still at the coffee shop while he left, right? And I'm like thinking, like, okay, so he's gonna get this job done today. I need an alibi, so I was tripping out, right? I sat around at that coffee shop the whole fucking day, dude. Sometime around like eight twenty. PM. I got into an argument with the fucking barista down at Starbucks. And, and, and you know, we got into it altercation. They said I had to leave or else they'll call the police. And I said, really clear and distinct, I said, oh, great. I'm getting kicked out of Starbucks at 8.23 PM. You know, that was perfect alibi. You know what I'm saying? They didn't suspect this shit. Shit. So, I went home that day, picked up my phone, checked the messages, job is done. We killed Doppelganger, Ellen DeGeneres, oh no, wait, Ellen, Ellen Page. Killed out, we killed off the lookalike, because uh, she got a little bit too powerful. That one money-making scheme got out of my hands. No. But in all seriousness... I wish the best for Elliot Page. I hope he has no hard feelings about the jokes because even before she turned into a he, she was still a monumental person. And I'm sure Elliot Page is no different. Moving on. Now, The Life and Times and the Struggles by Medium J. So I got into a fender bender on Monday. I'm driving the company truck. End of the day, coming back to the warehouse, there's this young Asian dude that tried switching lanes and crashed into me. And we exchanged info. And he looked me dead in the eyes and he said, yeah, I'm going to tell him what happened. You know, know, he switched lanes. It was my fault. You know, he said, oh, yeah, no worries. And uh, a few days later, I contacted the insurance company, and they said that he's saying the story that I switched lanes and crashed into him. And now this is the second time that this happened within a year. And I'm talking about, like, literally an Asian guy crashed into me and then said, hey, listen, I'm going to real sorry i'm gonna be as honest i'm gonna make yeah i'm gonna file the report and tell it like it is yeah no he it's my fault you know i'm sorry 
and I'm gonna go and then you know and then I get and then I'm gonna go make the call they're like yeah no they said that it's your fault and I go fucking hell man so I think this year 2022 I personally for for reasons that are very justified am going to start Asian hate cause I'm fucking tired of fucking getting crashed into, right? The only time anyone's ever crashed into me and lied about it has been an Asian dude. It's just been an Asian dude that just crashes into me. He go, looks at me, and 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 why not? Why when when Asians make mistakes, they look so surprised, like shit never happened before. Like just now, their mouth open, like they're dumb, like they're dummies, man, and. And I'm just a little frustrated. Apologize to everybody that's Asian right now, but I'm just saying, like, it's fucking annoying to have an, you know what I mean? Any type of person crash into you, any type of person lie to you. But when it happened twice in a row, in in, in the same year, you know, it's within a year, you kind of get a little bit cynical. You kind of get a little bit snarky. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it might have been within 14 months. Big deal. Might you know? Might have been. But it's still the same kind of principle. It's like, uh, uh, even, even a, a dude that I, I remember a dude I was showing a base Jesus shows us that boy. Shows us my my main man, Stephen Seely. I was I was driving my mom's car one time, and this completely fucked up uh, our, our our my mom's car our trunk fucked it up uh chilling at the lights right i was parked at the lights or well, not parked but stopped at the lights and all of a sudden a fucking big ass truck run rams into us and it, it was like wall-to-wall traffic kind of thing and stopped at the lights but then all of a sudden i get hit i'm like yo what the fuck and this big fat white dude got out that looked like a, a hell's angel or, or an Aryan nation or a member of an act you know where's a a white robe to sleep, you know what I'm saying? He looked like one of those card-carrying racists. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, he was very uh, snarky. No, not snarky. I'd say he's very passively, aggre- like nonchalant, passive-aggressively kind of like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. You can buff that out. You know, you, this is all foam here. Oh, those, these scrapes, you could easily just paint over that. And I was like, what are you, are you like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, no, it's not even that bad, man. Let's not even file file insurance claim. I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm, I'm definitely fucking filing a claim, right? And uh, when it was all said and done, bro, straight up. And, and my, my base Jesus, my buddy, was saying, like, oh, I'm a witness and shit. But, you know what I mean? So you can't fuck up. But even then. He, he tried lying, right? I should have got a witness on Monday when I got crashed into because, I mean, at least at least that racist white dude, you know, that was like, because he was very condescending. He seen he seen that we were listening to rap and he just he he, he there's no way that he accidentally because his excuse was that he accidentally went from the he accidentally hit this brake. Or, you know, he hit his gas thinking it was the brakes. I go like, dude, we were already stopped at the thing. He just listen. We were listening to my mixtape at the time, and it was very loud, and it was ignorant music at the time. You know, what I mean, we were young, dumb, and full of cum. We were just vibing out to uh, some bangers by Medium J, right? And uh, 
I'm pretty sure, I mean, me and Steven both said, yeah, that dude had to have crashed into us, like, just because he didn't really fuck with us. No way you're that dumb to just fucking, while your foot's on the brake, you accidentally hit it. Unless he was eating, fucking, he was a fat dude, looked kind of like Santa, Santa on a Harley, but he was in a truck. Uh, and, and he was probably eating Cheetos or something. But I just, I'm dumbfounded that this fucking Asian dude lied to me, right? I found out on, like, Thursday I'd contemplated if I should bring this up on the podcast, and I thought to myself, fuck it. I've had enough. I've had enough with, like, yo, I've had enough with uh, how fucking ba- Every time I see another person get crashed, it's, a, it's an easy thing. There's, I think, one time there was this old white dude crashing into a white dude that I've seen. But other than that one crash, I mean, I've never seen a black guy get into a crash. I've seen black uh, uh, people with their tires on the side of the road, like they got a flat or something. Never seen a black guy get into a crash. Never seen a. Uh, I've never seen. I've never seen a crash that didn't involve either an East Indian or an Asian on this. And I drive for a living. I drive. You know, 10, 10 hour day, 10 to 12 hour days. And then I drive around. My, my hobby is driving. You know, like when people go like, what do you do for fun? I go, I circle the perimeter. You know, I seeing, investigating, keeping eyes on the road and shit. Watching around. I, I got a very, very much, like, well, a lot. I got a lot of experience and I'm, I'm much in tune with the road, right? And this kid, right? He tried saying that I merged into his lane, but while I I made it very clear that going down that the road that we were going down, I won't disclose it because personal, the personal road, going down the road to the to the to the shop, the Coca Cola plant. You could probably actually Google this if you boys on 4chan if they actually want to find, they actually want to find my location, you know what I mean, and read off my address to, uh, to me in the comments. You could do it in the comment section below. But nonetheless, I was going to the plant. Did I say Coca-Cola? I should, uh, fuck it. We're promoting them. But anyways, I was going back to the shop, right? And that one set of lights, there's only one left lane that can turn into uh, into the street that we got, we got to go back to the warehouse on. And he said that I, he's claiming that I switched lanes into him and I'm trying to, the only proof I really do have is that I said, well, there's no, at the end of the day, it was like 355, the crash, 350, something like that, uh, time we crashed. But like when he pulled out, it, it, it's fucking, it was just stupid. Like, cause then it would, if I pulled into his lane for any fucking other circumstance, I would have probably in a, in a T, you know, T16, they call them. But it, they're uh, semi-tractor, pup trailers. They're about, what, 24, 28 feet sometimes? Uh, this is definitely like the half-size trailers. But I'd still be... But there would have been some other crash if it... Because it's fucking 3.50 p.m. on a fucking Monday. You know there's going to be traffic and it's rush hour. So he, he's pulled in like with the blinkers. And I'm driving and he hesitated... And I hit him, and I scraped up his back side, uh, driver's side uh, door, and his driver's side tail, like rear tail, like. 
and I, I told him when it when it got out, he, he was like very kind of flustered, like he was a little 19, 18 year old boy. And he was telling, he was saying like, oh, this is crazy. Like, so what happens? Do you think this car is going to be written off? Like, I, and I was like, dude, like, what the fuck? Probably not, dude. You, this is the first time this ever happened. You think he said, yeah, or something. He's like, I'm just, I don't know what to do. And then he turns out he, was, he knew what to do. He lied. You know, it's what, it's like, it's what you do after like the fourth or fifth crash you've been in. But he, but he, he was very like flustered and he's like, man, you know very sorry but i told him like i tried to tell him like if you you do know you do realize man like i'm a driver that drives fairly slow so like if it was anyone else like i hit that brakes really quick too because i seen you and i kind of seen what you're doing you're trying to fucking cut me off dude uh, if, if you know if if it's pretty much any other driver because i drive fairly slow like 20 30 below the speed limit most times like it's it's ridiculous even on highways like i'm fairly a slow driver but not not like slow to hazardly but like cautious mostly i'm quick to ram the brakes if if need be because i don't want to fucking take someone's life like i could have with that guy because it was like dude you literally nosed in and then hesitated and then seen last second seen me and then tried to fucking jerk out into me like it was a panicked kind of thing and he even he even said he was panicked it was like just calm down you know take a deep breath and just file out the motherfucker and, and and it will go you know go about it right and they'll figure out if they want to write your shit off or not but you fucking lied to me so that's just uh that's just what it is and that and then i think now in in all honesty i think i can't have sex with an asian woman anymore east indian uh, exceptions but like uh uh you know, over uh, over on the east East Asian, Oof. I think I'm gonna have to refrain. I'm gonna go abstinent. I mean, there's no more happy endings, no more massage parlors, no more uh, cute anime, no more hentai, no more Japanese girls with squids. I can't even watch the squid games anymore. I can't talk about it. Mm. I learned Japanese too. I'm gonna have to forget it. I, I, I think, I, I think because my phone and this microphone and the chair that I'm sitting in and the 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 place the apartment that I'm recording this in, it's gonna have to they're gonna have to vanish, you know, because the apartment's owned by. Oh, apartment's owned by a Filipino, you know, my, my landlord's Filipino. I'm going to have to get rid of all of this. This, uh, luckily this, luckily the show's still, wait, was that? Was, we're, we're being bought out by China. The weekend, sh- here at the weekend show, uh, we love, <laughs> love and support Asian Americans. We love them. That's that's our boss, right? That's our boss. Yeah. But in all seriousness, right? I got to try to get back onto what I originally was talking. I'm frustrated with you know multiple Asian men crashing into me. So I'd like to take the platform that I have, and I'd like to. Uh, 
I'd like to do a little bit more for the community. And and you know what? This is going to be a first, but I'm going to open up my DMs to Asian men all and women and you know, Asian men and women and transgender members of the LGBTQ. All of the Asians. I'm going to give you exclusive deal right now. I will teach you how to drive at half the price of any driving school that you can. I will. You get the price, match it, and we'll half it. We'll match in half the prices for um, driving lessons, and I can teach you how to actually drive because driving is not so much skill it's confidence it's like you walk around you don't you don't walk around like you know you're shuffling your feet you don't walk around with your head slumped over or, or like a robot like most Asians do they, you, you know driving you you kind of lean back and you scroll on through it's confidence more than anything and that's more than anything the, the one thing that a lot of Asian people lack is confidence and the ability to tell the truth because that bitch fucking lied that son of a bitch fucking lied to me man I thought about fucking punching him one time one time real quick but that's just those are just thoughts and and that I had to verbally get out on a on a platform I keep calling this a platform but I'm barely I'm barely standing up on this I'm barely hanging on I'm having real trouble with this podcast right now. I took a bong rip right before. It's very difficult. It's very, it's, I'm so relaxed, guys. But I'm at the time. I mean, when I'm sober and shit and driving, I was. It's just mad. It's maddening, to be honest. It's not like Madden. You know the hit, the hit TV, the the TV show. No, Madden the fucking, the video game. Oh God, that reference sucked. All right. Let me try to get, let me try to fucking you know power through this shit. But we got some news for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Federal judge blocked a directive from Joe Biden's administration that allowed transgender workers and students to use school restrooms while matching their identities. You know, so I guess that's the. Uh, whatever they identify as it also allowed transgender athletes to join sports teams corresponding with their chosen gender so yeah whichever one they chose the directive was blocked by judge charles Ashley jr <laughs> now, this is funny judge actually <laughs> it's like hey i, I want to go into the girls bathroom Actually, <laughs> his name's Judge Charles Ashley. Like he can't make this up. Like get, yeah, like <laughs> it's so wild, man. It's fucking Charles Ashley Jr. denied this. He blocked it, and he's from the Eastern District of Tennessee, right? Oklahoma Attorney General John O'Connor. O'Connor. John O'Connor. Where is John O'Connor? Who was a who's the plaintiff called oh wait, so who was on the plaintiffs called the decision a major victory for women's sports and for privacy and safety of girls and women in their school bathrooms and locker rooms. 
the report said. Now, that's kind of good, like, with this whole woke movement. It's slowly turning, right? Because, like, with the pendulum and it swings, you know, it's always got to remind yourself about the pendulum swinging. It got to a point where it was ridiculous. Like, literally, the tr- like, what with Lisa Thomas sitting there with her fucking gold chains looking like Conor McGregor. She was fucking dominating the women's sports teams, right? I think that was the the transgender swimmer. And she was like almost like n- like not giving a fuck. Like it was like like dick out kind of. She was ball swinging on them bro- on them broads, and it was like, why are you flexing, dude? Like why are you flexing? And it was wild. And then they had to overturn it and kick her out of the. Because at a certain point, man, like enough complaints get sent, it hits somebody. Enough shit gets sent, it hits somebody. And with this whole, like, you gotta, because anybody could just go like, especially if you're a fucking little, little kid in school, right? You could just go like, be a little creepy boy or some shit, and go and identify as a girl, and I'm gonna go change with the girls now. And bro, you just that's like a fucking teenager's fantasy like a little fucking middle school kid's fantasy like i'm gonna go peep on the girls oh my god you know that's the whole fucking i think that was a big joke in those old 80s sitcoms and shit like guys peeping through the girls locker room but dude at a certain point in reality it came down to it like kids were probably doing that shit and and with open fucking doors as policy as far as the uh, principals and teachers were concerned at the school, it was a it was a very it's a very silly time. It's very silly. It's very silly. There are people like Ellen Page, right, that, that go through the motions and actually deservedly. So, you know, she did. She got the best uh, surgery that money could buy, right? As far as. Uh, uh, Hormone replacement therapy and, and transitioning. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, a kid could just go. Like, especially at school, you just fuck around. Kids like to dis. Kids are perpetual shit disturbers. They like to fuck around quite a bit when it comes down to uh, the whole. The whole authority thing and nothing gave them the bigger biggest loophole than uh just like hey listen you can go into any bathroom you you feel like right like and it was like one of those things where it's like obviously that kind of thing is going to be abused right obviously that kind of thing is going to uh affect young girls growing up and no one thinks about the the little girls uh growing up like because people go like these are these these are women, right? And then it's just a dude in a trench coat jerking himself in the bathroom. Like, what the fuck? This ain't a you know what I mean? It's just a these are women, and it's just a dude that fucking is just a dude that put on makeup and and she, and and it washes off in the pool while she's fucking lapping you and swimming. You know, they say these are women, and she's got. The forearms like fucking Popeye, and she's bashing that tennis ball down your throat. You know what I'm saying? They say these are women, and and she and and she's 
fucking got you in a fucking Kimura that only Le- Leota Mishida would be able to execute or, or Bruce Lee. She's got you in the she's got you in a figure four lock perfected by Ric Flair, right? Like you go, how, how these are what? and especially little girls growing up, they look up to these are the women they gotta look up to. And, and and let's keep it going with this shit because with the whole Victoria's Secret models or you know these plus size models, yeah, you think it has any negative effects on these girls growing up? Because when I was a kid, the biggest thing was like John. I like watched John Cena, and he so he got bought out by China too. I, the biggest thing with John Cena. Uh, was like he was so cool and he was buff and I was like I know it's impossible to get there people go he's on steroids I was like no it's natural he's like fucking jacked his fucking his shoulders come out to like here like he like is wearing permanent fucking shoulder pads from a from a football he's got the quarterback you know fucking shoulder pads on and his head's built like a helmet it's like perfectly square at the top you know his, his jaws fucking sticks out to you i was like that's a that's a man his beanie ass fucking his his arms look like legs his legs look like fucking two kegs two you know barrel sized kegs i'm like yeah the rock i can be that you know, as a kid, you, you think about it. And, and with women, I'm sure, like, it's like it's just plastic surgery, fucking, you know, big tits, skinny chick, abs, you know, beautiful fucking dimes in the swimsuit editions and shit. And now they're doing these plus size things. And, like, if I'm a kid, man, and in all honesty, man, I'm so childish. I'm basically still a kid. I can, I can, I can identify as like a little boy. If I seen, uh, if I seen a fucking fat dude, like, uh, like being the fucking cool guy, like it's like a fat dude in the shirt. I go, it's funny. I go, it's it's funny and and good for him. He's got the. You know, but as a kid, I go, that's not someone I want to be. And kids are brutally honest. So you're goddamn sure that nobody's going to fucking, no fucking little kid's going to care if these fucking plus size girls, you know, aren't represented. Because to be honest, it's only to service the fat people. And they only have, I think they only do this is because more and more people are getting fat nowadays. There's fat people all, uh, popping up all across the fucking lands. So it's like, it's just a brand recognition thing. It's like, dude, like fat people eat a lot. Right? Like it's like, Victoria's Secret's better partner up with Popeyes, baby. You know what I'm saying? Swimsuit edition's fucking taking, taking the edge off, you know, with a fucking, have a fucking... Have a fucking bottle of fucking Kool-Aid. Have a big old uh, glass of fucking pop. You know, these deep fried donuts. You know, deep fried donuts got hopped on the fucking, you know, the Dove commercial, the Dove's women commercial. It's fucking, to me, this whole woke thing is falling. Right, with Netflix, people go, with Netflix... 
They gotta, they gotta fucking do something. They can't just keep dropping these woke pieces because nobody watches them and everybody subscri- unsubscribes. Uh, I stopped my Netflix. I was really, I actually, I still got money in Netflix. You know, we'll put this. This is Medium J's stock picks. It's the show's delved into areas unknown to the host, right? I've got some money in Netflix still because I think they could come back. Ultimately, what they did to Blockbuster, I kind of want them to fail. I kind of, I think a couple years ago, I was talking to myself thinking like, I I don't like Netflix. I don't like these because it gave way to you know, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Crave, HBO, you know, Stars streaming app, uh, like Apple TV, fucking, you know, like it's at a certain at a certain point, Google TV is gonna pop up. YouTube TV became a thing, I think, and it's just like with that causes like it's just so much division. And and the amount of like ten different streaming apps at ten to nineteen ninety nine a month, it comes down to like, yo, wait a minute, I'm paying ten subscriptions that are ten ninety nine a month. It's about a hundred and twenty dollars a month. That's the same as fucking cable. Did I just, I just do a big circle back to pay for cable again, like? These streaming apps are supposed to save money, but with more and more shows being divided, that like you can't just get two or three of the shows that you do like to watch on the right network. And I think it's 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 honestly it's god honest, god awfully honest. It's awfully honest about this. I'm awfully honest. I'm stuck on that. It's to be honest, in all all fairness. I lost my point. I totally lost, totally fucked it up. But it, to be completely honest, again, we'll go on. Who the fuck wants to watch the the? Who wants to watch several different shows on, scattered across different networks? It's like, all right, type in the uh, Netflix password. Type in the type in the fucking Hulu now. Oh shit, Caleb. Just got done watching some some shit on like Rick and Morty on AdultSwim.com network. All right, now type in um, type in the password for uh, Amazon Prime. We want to watch want to watch some other shit. It's uh, you're basically play, paying for cable at this point. You change the channel. You're just changing the channel. And uh, if if you if if push comes to shove. Most people are getting back into the pirating. They're getting back into the society of pirates. Way back, way back in the day when the internet first came along, we were tr- uh, we were searching through the archives of the internet, and we found a lot of things were free. A lot of things that you would have to pay for, like TV. All sports is is one site there's like one site that has everything i'm not going to disclose them for case you know draws too much attention i know a lot of a lot of people watch this podcast and i don't want to let people in on on the i don't want to rat out our sports sites that we got but like dude there's some like 
how many channels are there? ESPN, TSN, fucking, I think the NBA goes to Apple, ABC, no, not uh, Apple, but ABC TV, and sometimes it's on the fucking news networks. It's, at a certain point, you get, like, dude, like, even when you're a paying customer, you're kind of getting fucked with these with these things shows like you go watch Netflix and then every time you're watching Netflix it asks you are you still watching like dude I would rather let the all the episodes play out while I sleep and I'll just go back to where I was I'll go that doesn't look familiar that doesn't look familiar that looks familiar that whole are you I'm I'm two episodes in yeah of course I'm fucking watching it keep hitting that button keep hitting that and uh, and streaming sites, to be honest, man, they're kind of annoying because they don't endlessly stream shit. They should just have some shit that's like, all right, the live network. It's like homegrown. Like net, here's the fuck. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Netflix. I got money in you, and I, I got beliefs in you. I think that you guys could do this. I'm going to give you a little bit of help with Netflix. All you guys gotta do is instead of the play something where it's completely random, you can have fucking dedicated channels that are live streaming every single move. Like, just let them play on loop. Like, it's uh, like it's just a... It, you could probably type this in as an AI and just have, like, all your comedy just playing. You have the section. Sometimes people just want to throw on something and let it go. And by the time it's playing, they forget about it. You get to run through the gauntlet of your shows... You have to list them as a uh, like like penitentially viewed, and you so you keep keep it going. Like you can keep comedy, you can keep thriller, you can you know you can, so that it's like subsectioned off channels, and then it's kind of cool because it's like oh, what are they playing on the comedy thing? Because if I just get a description, sometimes you read a picture and you're skipping past that movie that you would actually like, but you could type in okay, I like comedy, I want to watch some comedy today, just whatever. Because the best things are that you find are like something that you kind of, you kind of go past, or your your first instinct is to look it over. Because most people do judge books by its cover. They say you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but with that, you'd be reading every single every single shitty book. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of books with shitty covers, and that are actually happen to be shitty. Uh, but yeah, that's my biggest advice for Netflix. And, and and my biggest advice for you know these Joe Biden is keep you know tie it tie it back into what I was originally talking about. Biggest advice for Joe Biden is keep keep these these people like keep keep trying trying to get this fucking woke shit turned with these bills because man it's getting kind of confusing with all these uh, people. Op- it's like streaming apps. These there's another like uh, I'm too spirited you know I'm, I'm a wolf now I'm a cat there's things like that constantly just constantly thrown into the constant monkey and some people are now identifying as monkey wrenches and they're lit. they're literally like yes I'm the monkey wrench thrown into the system well, that's what I identify as it's like you're hitting the nail on the head multiple times to the point where it's already in it's already in people but um Moving on, Trudeau's summer haircut draws comparisons to Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey's character in Dumb and Dumber. You know, I'd give you a, I'll give you a second, guys. Just pull up that uh, 
you guys can pull it up probably on your phone or you know take a second you know to pause this and we'll be right back you see it you see how dumb he looks <laughs> he looks super dumb he looks really dumb Justin Trudeau looks hella fucking stupid like it's literally the parted hair kind of like and they caught him on with a picture where he was kind of like looking as though he's confused but then I realized dude he just had good hair cause he always looked confused standing next to 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 like Donald Trump he was like kind of confused standing next to fucking Biden he's kind of confused standing next to Klaus Schwab's he looks like he's more sure than ever he's like let this let this man let this man with a Nazi German accent you know let this man speak but but mo- the majority of the time Justin Trudeau is a confused little boy child man and the majority of Canadians are tired of him. The majority of Canadians do not like him. And I think it's time that we kick him. And here's the thing. If we kick him out, hope, hopefully they don't replace him with Klaus Schwab's best and brightest individual for the position of Canada. I'd say Canada needs to find itself. After what? It's like a bad breakup. Canada has to get its groove back. We can't just keep on f- falling into these needless relationships, meanless relationships having just because they look good. We just, we picture, let's be honest, Trudeau looked sexy. He's a good, handsome guy. Turns out he's stupid. He's dumb. He's a piece of shit. I wish, I, if, if I seen him, it's on sight, dog. Tell, tell, tell them boys in parliament, bruh. I'm a menace to society because I would slap a nigga like Chris, like Chris Rock, bro. I slap that nigga. I don't give a fuck. I slap Trudeau. Fuck that dude. He did three. He did three, multiple times like blackface, and brownface, and he fucking dressed as a Nazi one time. He's not a good character, right? And I'm not even talking about because those characters are funny. But for the majority of people, they're like, "What the? What is our? What is our guy doing? What is? You know what I mean?" And he hasn't done shit. He gave us a lot of money at the beginning for, of the two-year pandemic. But come on, man, you ja- you jacked up the price of gas way too much. You fucking put in put in these weird stipulations with Canadian farmers, making them, you know, you, you constantly talk about how everybody needs a fourth dose, but you're, you pussy, bitch. You pussy for not mandatory. You can't make it mandatory because no one's going to take another shot. People, the science is settled. The vaccine is not that effective. And it's the risk that people are not willing to take because the side effects. And if YouTube wants to pull this, they could pull this. Uh, But uh, I am probably going to assassinate Justin Trudeau on on March 17th, 2024. I'm just getting the ducks in. (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm just getting the ducks in line. The FBI just entered the chat on this one, right? No, but in all fairness and seriousness, 
and, and to be completely honest, Justin Trudeau is a piece of shit. And, and you know what I mean? He's got a face that, that a lot of mothers would love, to be honest. But they would love him like chocolate. Right? You love him like chocolate. You, lo- you love chocolate, but you wouldn't let chocolate run the fucking country. You know? <laughs> You wouldn't let you wouldn't let uh, fucking Toblerone bar be a head head charge of of fucking medical care. You know you wouldn't let a Mister Big. Well, I mean you wouldn't let a Mister Big inside your home. Well, you know that girl from Sex in the City did. Yeah, uh, but you know you wouldn't let a Mars bar, you know, operate the fucking you know how we handle the fucking roles and public fucking services. The roads, all the roads and construction shit that needs to be done, bridges and and that's the you know, you wouldn't let he's he's fucking a box of nails. Trudeau's like a fucking Trudeau's like one of those fucking dudes. And I said this before on a podcast, but I'll say it again. Trustin Trudeau's one of those dudes that you walk up to and go, man, he must be. He's an. He's president of fucking Canada, boys. He must be important. Hey, hey, Trudeau. How's it going, man? How are you keeping busy? And just stupid-ass Justin Trudeau with his fucking mouth open. Well, I, um, I do. Doing a lot of work. Doing a lot of work. Work. That need that needs to be done. He's two grades ahead of fucking Kamala Harris, to be honest. And Kamala Harris set the bar real low, as far as speeches are concerned. But when Justin Trudeau does have, is probably a guy that's, you know, good speechwriter. But to be honest, like it doesn't seem like he has anything in that head once the teleprompters are off. It seems like majority of his time is doing shit like this this fucking pub PR stunt with his dumb fucking hair like we're not worried about his policies anymore because his fucking hair looks stupid but no the hair is a perfect representation because Canada has split down the middle they're split on whether wondering if Trudeau was genuinely retarded and the other half thinking that, no, he's just evil, right? He's just that fucking douchebag, nonchalantly caring liar, right? And I think it's the, I think it's, it's the, the fucking, he's a fucking, uh, well, you know, what, what am I? What do I think he is? Because, like, on the one hand, if he's doing this, it's, the per- it's perfectly calculated. So he's really, like, actually, like, Fucking, he's genuinely, fucking, genuinely fucking over the Canadian people, especially with the truckers. Remember that? Remember that, people? Remember when Justin Trudeau came down out of out of Parliament? Or actually, no, wait. Remember when he hid in his fucking in his Parliament building in the Ottawa Parliament Center, uh, Sports Center. I think it's uh, sponsored by, sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> his fucking when he was hiding because the truckers came to the fucking parliament law and they're like they got Tr- Trudeau and he was missing for days remember that remember that when our fucking prime minister was afraid of his own citizens 
Remember when we lost respect for him? Remember when you when you thought to yourself, man, you know, that's it's got to be a lie. I thought, no, Justin Trudeau is like literally he's hiding because a couple of guys showed up with trucks and he doesn't even address. And, he, and then he froze their bank accounts. Wait, what? He, and he, he then he got on stage and he made us he made a statement about the truck drivers. And he said, you're a bunch of criminals or whatever. Y'all are, are like domestic terrorists. You know what I mean? These are like a white, na- they called them all white nationalists. And I was like, yo, I was, support- imagine being a, a person, you know, a, with an ethical background or, or like has some sort of foot in diversity. Yeah. So even if you're just a regular white dude, I'd go like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's a bit of an overstatement. Like it a bunch of white supremacists on fucking the on the in trucks honking. Like if that's if that's the new Nazis, like okay, a couple of, okay, we deal with the honks then. Like we deal with a couple people honking, but it was wild. They froze people's bank accounts so that they couldn't eat, and. uh straight up called them domestic terrorists and white nationalists and Trudeau was hiding in his fucking in his bunker like a bomb was going off but the bomb wasn't going off there was an alarm going off in people's heads for them to wake up to the truth of the matter and it's just that like we've been disappointed by Trudeau for so long to be honest, man, and I was working my ass off. I didn't even get to vote last time, but I wouldn't have voted. I don't think I would have voted for Trudeau. But I, I also was on the fence because, like, the options is like, geez, all of these guys look like they're in his cabinet. So it's like, yeah, what, what are we doing, Canada? Why can't we get somebody that can just run this motherfucker like a... Like real, why can't we get this motherfucker jumping? And I think what Canada needs is to take a break. We do anything the president, the president of the U.S. does, anyways. We follow in Canada. Canada follows in U.S.'s footsteps. They get a new fucking drink. We get the new drink five months later. We get it. They got a new fucking. Uh, toaster strudel flavor we get that shit a couple years later you know it's just it's just it, it is what it is you know like we are like Canada Canada is like America's younger brother you know we get his hand-me-downs you know we we adopt like kind of like the we kind of we kind of generally grow up in his little brother in the little brother grows up in the big brother's shoes you know Taking his persona, if you will, thinking you know, he was a cool guy. But in reality, in reality, our fucking pre- president does douche most of the shit that revolves around America. When Trump did a lot of shit like fucking around with, uh, uh, when Trump said some shit about not signing with, with Trudeau. That was a perfect opportunity to kind of go like, all right, we we don't play with that, and, and and yeah, I think that was one thing that Trudeau did that was kind of an affirmative action where he said, you know, he's not fucking with Trump or something. Trump said, fuck it, we're not working with you. There's some some sort of shit with the gas lines or some 
or maybe that they stopped the, the, the line or something because Trump wanted. Uh, but then I realized that he was trying. You know what I mean? He was trying to do something that uh, would not benefit Canada. He sold a lot of our resources to China. He, he, he's, he's actively, actively taking in the worst and the dumbest, not like the, not the sharpest tools in the shed as far as refugees are concerned. And I'm talking about like real fucking dummies from overseas, particularly Asia and East Indian and Asian getting a lot of these and they're, they're not sending the brightest and best best and brightest over they said that they said they actually said that china and india both said like we don't send our you we just we end up paying if if, if somebody is somebody's very intelligent we pay them to stay in our fucking country right why would you that's what they said why would you lose that what do you think all of your fucking all of the dudes that in America work at Seven Eleven. Why do you think all the dudes in Canada, you know, work at Seven Eleven? They're all working Seven Eleven and taxi drivers and shit. Like I was a doctor back in home, and they just lie. They're dumb. They have, they're like a, the memory of a fish, right? <laughs> they can't remember. Like yeah, I was a doctor on Grey's Anatomy. They don't. They don't know shit, man. It's just a bunch. of of fucking lies that Trudeau has. Trudeau said, you know, we're taking in all these refugees. We take all in the refugees, right? Take in all of these, you know, make all these backdoor deals with China. You know what I'm saying? Get get on the World Economic Forum. Get a couple of smiles. Get a stupid haircut when people are fed up with you. And uh, in 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 reality, Trudeau. I would have to say needs to go. That Trudeau needs to go. I think uh, I think that's actually a slogan, right? When we go, Trudeau needs to go, and and rightly so. We can get a little. We should have Canada should have a four year break from any kind of leadership. Just because, to be honest, yeah, sure, we need speeches. We could do it with uh, Microsoft Sam. We just have. Canada is now open, you know. Welcome to Canada. So, and you know, whenever, whenever the, pre, the the president of Canada needs to address the speeches, you know, we'll give them, uh, we'll give them the, uh, give them a little bit of uh, like, we'll give them some auto tune on that motherfucker just to get get the kids interested in politics. You know, give them an auto tune gay voice. You know, you know, we gotta supply our f- f- Canadian farmers with the right equipment. You know, and and, and it'll just be an AI, open, open, open software, so p- anyone can get into it. <laughs> and in that way, you know, that way it's a, it's like just a, it's kind of a freeing experience. Everyone kind of feels like they can play prime minister of Canada. But no, no, in all seriousness, though, Trudeau needs to go. Trudeau should have left a long time ago. I don't know. I don't know how he's like he's on his 16th year. Isn't he? It's like he was in he, Trudeau was actively president when like since the 80s, you know, with the Cuban Missile Crisis and John F. Kennedy and his dad, Fidel Castro, uh, uh, 
was fucking around with John F. Kennedy, right? And, uh, you know, Lee Harvey role was taking the rap, but it was Justin Trudeau with orders from his dad, Saddam Hussein, to, or Fidel Castro, which is brothers with Saddam Hussein, to, to, to shoot, you know, John F. Kennedy in the head, right? And uh, these... These are all stories of fiction, people, ladies and gentlemen. These are all things that I kind of made up. Some some of it's true. Like Ellen DeGeneres, I mean Ellen Page actually did change her gender. I just got a little way too a little little way too high for this fucking podcast. I'm kinda tripping out, man. I'm kinda I'm kinda sketching out because I did say I was gonna beat up Justin Trudeau. And I don't wanna I don't wanna get assassinated by the Canadian government. I don't want to get tortured by our U.S. military, my by the uh, Canadian CAD military. I want to get waterboarded in snow. I don't want to get. I don't want to get. Uh, fucking. I don't want to get tackled by a, a CFL player. I don't want to. You know, slap shot to the nuts. That's they hold me up in the goalie. You know, um, spread starfish inside the goalie net. And then they fucking, they fucking shoot a hockey puck to my nuts or my gut or whatever. I don't want, I don't want a motherfucker to you know constantly hit me, you know slice me up with uh, the, the end of uh, you know those fucking hockey blades. Yeah, I don't want to be tortured by Justin Trudeau. Because ultimately, it would just be a bunch of fucking guards, you know, punching me in after every punch saying, I'm sorry.